Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about motivation. And just like energy levels being low, many, many, many people that I talk to suffer with low levels of motivation. So if this is in fact you, I'd love to see a virtual hand being raised or a nod of the head to acknowledge that you at some point have been the victim of having low motivation levels. Now, I think that it's important that we talk about firstly that when it comes to motivation and levels of it is that it's a common belief that levels of motivation typically are just going to be low for the most part. And we really need to work hard to bring our our muster every little bit of energy we have to bring these motivation levels up so that we can go out there and do our workout. We can go out there and, and do the meal prep that we've been talking about doing for a couple of months. Essentially, we can go out and take action on the things that we continue saying that we're going to do, but we don't necessarily do. So, If we're diving into the topic of motivation, it's important to understand that being motivated and the feeling of being motivated and motivation in general is just an emotion. So that means with it being an emotion, it's really no different to it being compared to the emotion of being sad, being happy, being jealous, being funny, you know, it's just it's just an emotion as and as we know clearly emotions go up and they go down and they go up and they go down and they kind of just go through this waving movement as our day and our weeks and our months progress. So the biggest problem is that people have this misbelief that I'm I need better motivate I need to increase my motivation levels in order to be able to do my workout. I'm lacking motivation to improve on my diet. I'm lacking on whatever example you want to give. And the point that I'm trying to make is that if you rely on levels your levels of motivation, then what will typically happen is when motivation le- when your motivation levels are high, and you've had a good day, and the kids haven't pissed you off too much, and you hasn't been too stressful at work, then that would typically mean that your motivation levels would be high, right? Which is great, because when your motivation levels are high, then you're, you're, you've got no problems to show up to that workout, you've got no problems to, to do your meal planning, you've got no problems to do the things that you said that you were going to do, which is good. But what happens when the inevitable occurs and that is your motivation levels dip then of course what happens is if you were solely reliant on your levels of motivation then what will typically happen is as your motivation levels drop then so will the effort that you put into your training so will the effort that you put into your nutrition and so will the effort that you put into generally your entire life and your day-to-day activities so that is the reason of why it's not a good idea 
to just focus on having more motivation. And that's why it's not a good idea to rely on your level of motivation to get you to where you want to be in order to hit what your health goals are. And that's why the title of this podcast is Why More Motivation Does Not Work. So I always use the example of motivation versus discipline. And discipline is really where the gold is at. And discipline is where you want to get yourself to because motivation has this up and down kind of roller coaster of when it's high, it's high. When it's low, it's low. And obviously, as we've just discussed, when it's low, it's a problem. And it's inevitable that at some point your motivation levels are going to be low because there's no such thing as motivation levels always being high. I mean, Plenty of times my motivation levels have been very, very low and I couldn't be fucked to do my workout, but I did it anyway. So that's where the difference between motivation and discipline comes in. So self-discipline is a different beast in itself and it's so much more valuable. Self-discipline says this, no matter what comes up in my day, no matter how shit my sleep is, no matter how many times the kids wake me up through the night because they've pissed the bed or they want water or they're scared of the dark, you know if you're a parent exactly what I'm talking about. No matter what comes up in my day, if I have these meetings that stretched out to whatever time frame and I didn't expect it, no matter if I need to go do the grocery shopping and whatever, I need to jump on another Zoom meeting, Discipline says that no matter what happens in my day, I will and I must show up to what it is that I said that I was going to do. And can you see how it's a completely different energy? Because motivation is this fluctuating kind of up and down roller coaster. And if you rely on it, it just doesn't work. But discipline says no matter what happens, even if I need to drag myself to the gym, even if I need to drag myself to do that workout, even if I need to drag myself to do the meal prep, that's what I'm going to do. So that is the biggest difference between motivation and discipline. And of course, the more times you show up and the more consistent you are with this level, high level of discipline, then the more likely you are to achieve your result. Because for as long as you stay consistently doing the right things with your mindset, with your nutrition, with your training, then there is no option but for you to achieve what it is that you truly want with your health and fitness goals. So There was a famous saying by Plato, and that was the first and the best victory is to conquer self. And essentially what my interpretation of that is we are our own worst enemy and we are our hardest critic. And the way that we talk to ourselves is not ideal. So the quote of the bit, the first and the best victory is to conquer self means to have a little bit more of a self of of awareness of when these moments come in time where that little voice, you all know that little voice, that little voice comes out and says, don't worry, we'll start the diet on Monday. We'll start the training on Monday. We, you know, we'll give it another week's rest. We'll give it another week's rest. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I can guarantee that that little voice has has got the better of you many, many times as it has for me too. So if we make sure that we understand that it's not actually motivation levels and higher motivation levels that are going to get you to where you want to be, and it's in fact making sure that you increase the amount of self-discipline that 
that will get you to where you want to be. So the motivation versus discipline thing is something that I talk about quite often. And it's important that I talk about it often because there is a huge amount of people that think that all they need to do is increase their level of motivation and all the problems of their world are going to be solved. And it just does not work like that. So I've got some tips that I would like to share with you that I do myself personally, and that I share with my online coaching clients that I think that you would get some benefit from. So Tip number one is making sure that you're knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. What does that mean? Well, quite simply, it means this. You need to develop more of a better better awareness around what your strengths and what your weaknesses are. So, for example, if you suck at time management, if you suck at meal prep, if you suck at whatever example, planning your workouts, then make sure that you do a bit of homework and you do a bit of research, for example, into how not to be shit in those areas. I mean, we're living in a in a day and an age where we have so much information at our fingertips and there's literally nothing that you would search that wouldn't come up with hundreds and hundreds of bits of information that would be useful to you. So that all starts from knowing what your strengths and your weaknesses are. So my tip for you would to be mate would blah. Let's start again. Why my tip for you would to be making sure that you double down on your strengths and you focus on improving your weaknesses. And if you if you continually are not good in a certain area, then then it's time to look at hiring a coach and then it's time to look at outsourcing. But knowing your strengths and your weaknesses will certainly help. Number two is plan your dedicated days and times. So this comes back to the level of discipline. So me personally, I've got set days and I've got times that I do fucking pretty much everything in my day. And the level of discipline that I show up to says that no matter what happens, for example, I'm going to show up at 2 p.m. and do my video podcast. Now, that's a non-negotiable. And that's an example of having dedicated times and days for certain things. And unless you have dedicated days and times for your workouts, for your meal preps, for your meditation, for whatever it is that you're wanting to do, then you are never going to truly have the time to do any of it. Because just like, as you know, life gets really busy, things get in the way, meetings go over time, this meeting gets thrown out that goes from one hour to four, for example, and out goes your system. But if you have dedicated days and times, it doesn't matter what happens in in your outside world. You must stay dedicated to that set day and that time that you promised yourself and you need to be a man of your word. And that's where that level of discipline and higher level of self-discipline will certainly help. So step number three or tip number three would be work on your level of confidence. Back yourself. I mean, if you don't back yourself in your life, then who is going to back you better than what you can back yourself? So elevating and increasing and working on improving your level of confidence is something that is critical in order to get you to where you want to be. Because if you don't have a certain level of confidence with how you carry yourself, if you don't have a certain level of confidence with how you get about your day, then you can expect that there's there's going to be multiple problems and multiple people trying to 
impose what their values or what they want to do onto your life because you just don't show a high enough level of confidence. So I'm acutely aware of us men being extremely low with our level of self-confidence and many, many of my online coaching clients that I work with initially come to me with low levels of confidence. So you must work on elevating and improving your level of confidence if you want to get to where you want to be with those health goals. Tip number four is work on your belief system. What I mean by that is I've had many clients that have joined me on my coaching program that have said things like, I'm not an exercise person. I'm not a gym person. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not a weights person. I'm not this. I'm not that. And like it goes on and on and on and on and on. And this is just a limiting, many, many examples of a limiting belief system. And the problem is if you have a limiting belief system currently, then what that means is it's going to affect the way that you make decisions. If you have a limiting belief system, Quite simply, your decision-making process will also be limited, and as a result, your actions from day to day will, will be also limited, and as a result, you're going to get very, very limited, if any, results with what it is that you're intending to do with your health and your fitness. So you must work on elevating your belief system. You must do an audit into what your beliefs are around these particular topics to make sure that you are not self-sabotaging. And speaking of self-sabotage, I actually did an entire podcast on that. So if you want to check that out, make sure you scroll up and you go through the videos to find that one. It was a goodie. So work on your belief system. This next step is one that I chat about so often with my clients, and that is have a backup plan. You must have a backup plan because if you do not have a backup plan, you are setting yourself up for failure because life is unpredictable. Our days can be unpredictable, especially these days with COVID and the whole lockdowns and in and out and all of that kind of stuff and, and meetings that get cancelled and scheduled in and added in. I mean, there's so much uncertainty circulating around all of our lives. So if you do not have a backup plan, that is a massive vulnerability to your entire system of getting you to where you want to be. So you must have a backup plan. For example, Daniel, if this goes over by this time, I'm going to do this. If that goes over by this time, I'm going to do that. If I can't train on this particular day, I'm going to train at this time. If I can't train uh, in the morning, I'll train in the afternoon. So I'm constantly personally auditing if I need to come up with a backup plan and what my contingency plan is. Because if you don't have a backup plan, when the inevitable fuck up happens in life or in your day and the thing that you didn't plan for inevitably happens, then you are completely screwed if you don't have a backup plan. So you must have a plan B with if this goes wrong, what will I do? You need to be versatile and you need to constantly be adapting to what it is is happening with your particular day, especially in times like this. You must have a backup plan. The next tip is one that is also going to help you massively, and that is hire a coach. Like whether it is me or whether it's someone else, you need an account accountability partner. And it's 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 pretty crazy to think that you're going to get the same results 
on your own than you can get with a coach. And the reason being is that having a set of eyeballs look at your current situation from a different perspective without the emotions, without all the belief systems, without all of that will help you see things from a different angle. And not only that, that will, you will have an external accountability partner and someone that's going to make sure that they pick you up when you drop off the bandwagon or you, you when you potentially go off the rails. And that's important because if you don't have anyone that's holding you accountable and supporting you along this journey, then you are so likely to not continue on with the momentum because you are not the expert in the area so that it makes sense to make sure that you hire an expert that does this day in and day out. I mean, I use this example all the time. The top athletes of the world in any sport, Rafael Nadal, Cristiano Ronaldo, whichever athlete you want to use as an example, they all have multiple coaches. They all hire multiple coaches. You've got one that would be responsible for strength and conditioning, one that would be responsible for the nutrition side of things, one that would be for a mindset coach. And the reason why is because they are they want to work with the experts and cut out the time and the mental confusion of what's needed to do when. By hiring an expert, that is their lane. And you are not familiar with their lane, which is fine, but that's what you are investing in with the, the expertise that they can come to you with. Another example is I can go and paint my own house if I wanted to. Like truly, I could go to Bunnings and if you're not watching this from Australia, that's our local hardware store here in Australia. I could paint my own house. I could get a ladder. I could, you know, all that kind of stuff. But how long is it going to take me? How much time am I going, am, am I going to waste? And what the final product is going to be is probably crap as well. So that's the reason why there's so much value in hiring a coach, hiring someone that's going to get you to where you want to be without all the crap and without all the fuck ups that you potentially will make on your own and get you straight on the direct path of where you want to be rather than faltering left, right, going off the rails and then potentially just quitting because it's all too hard and, and you don't know what to do. So that is where the value of hiring a mentor, hiring a coach really shines through. So if you want any help with that, then you know where to find me. Hit me up in the DMs and I'll be happy to see if I can be the best fit for what it is that you are after. The last point that I'm going to make is just forgive yourself. Like, don't be too hard on yourself when it comes to this journey of life. Too often, I think we, we beat ourselves up and too often we kick our own asses way too hard and we don't have this level of forgiveness that we need in order to make sure that we, we're, that we go along this journey without too without too much excess stress in our lives. So acknowledge that you've potentially made a mistake, which is fine. But then what I encourage you to do is just continue moving forward, as in like fail forward. It's okay that you make mistakes, but the only problem when a mistake becomes problematic is when you don't learn from it and you continually keep making the mistakes in the future. So make the mistake, make the fuck up, that's okay, no problems, and then learn from it and then do something different. And if you continue doing that in life in general, I think that you will find that you will have a better outcome with what it is that you are wanting to achieve, and you'll just live with a better mindset and an and a, and a idea of what a successful life means to you. So forgive yourself fast and just move forward. So that's it. 
they are the tips on what you can do in order to not rely on these fluctuating levels of motivation. I hope that this brought value to you. I hope that this gave you some insight into possibly things that you're going to do different, less, more, stop, start. And I would love if you could share down in the comments of what the best takeaway point from this live was. As always, it's always really cool to see the amount of change that people make based on the content that, of mine that they consume. So mm, tomorrow, tomorrow we are jumping on for another daily podcast, DadBod Project podcast. So make sure that you tune in at the same day, the same time. We're diving into another important juicy topic. So make sure you catch us tomorrow as well. And if you want to check out yesterday's podcast on all about improving energy levels and make sure you do that as well. So as always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your eyeballs. I hope you got tremendous value out of this. Have the best day ever and we will chat soon. Coach Daniel from the DadBod Project is out. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the DadBod Pod podcast the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.